1: What up everybody, welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast brought to you by Toys and Ford and Hy-Vee, our good friends over there at Toys and Ford and Hy-Vee. I am, of course, your host, Dan Casper, as always, for every single episode of the Man Cave Podcast, and we're going to start something new a little bit here. We're going to try to do some daily segments uh, on the Man Cave Podcast. They're going to be the same ones for every day, so like, uh, you know, we got the top five on Fridays, right, with Brandon on there. So I'm like, we well, gotta add four more whenever we do an episode each day there. So we're gonna do that, uh, and I'll just announce them on each episode what they're gonna be. I'm not gonna tell you what they all are right now. I got the list in front of me, but it's gonna be a little bit surprise and try to make it a little fun conversation, maybe to break up some of the things on there too. So uh, for for today, it's gonna to be something I called shoulda woulda coulda, kind of like a what if, but it's a shoulda woulda coulda. So we're gonna talk about. Um, obviously a lot with with Aaron Rodgers here in just a second but my shoulda woulda coulda is going to be about what if or what you know what if what if the Packers didn't draft Jordan Love a few years ago you know shoulda woulda coulda what if what if they didn't do it well how would things be different right now in, in, in the last couple of years so hit that up and then uh we got a little uh closing uh segment that I like to call closing thoughts but I'm all about positivity positivity Mike McCarthy impression and I'm going to kind of end everything on i am a big quotes guy, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of do something like that with, you know, ending each episode with an inspirational sports quote or a quote from from the sports world and such. So, uh, but—and then also, we're we're going to be talking with uh, Dr. Logan Shepke uh, from Shepke Chiropractic because if you are a big golfer or you are getting ready for the golf season— you might want to listen to to this interview. He's got some cool stuff uh, to help out you golfers out there. But let's uh, lead things off with uh, here's the thing. Kind of our opening segment uh, or main segment, uh, if you will. Sometimes here on the on the Man Cave Podcast, obviously talking a little bit about uh, Aaron Rodgers and the latest of what's going on. You know, I I I feel like this week we're, we're going to know something. Maybe we are approaching that Trey Wingo. Uh, had reported that uh, the Packer or excuse me, that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets have had a conversation that has been confirmed by a couple others out there. Now, before anybody says, well, it's Trey Wingo. He doesn't work at ESPN anymore. Was you know? Dude called the Randall Cobb thing from a couple years ago that Aaron Rodgers won Randall Cobb, that he kind of demanded him. And lo and behold, Packers trade for Randall Cobb. So, all right, let, let's, let's, and it's been confirmed by a couple times, by a couple writers who cover the Jets too. So a couple things with that. One, Rodgers and the Jets can't talk unless the Packers gave permission, which that to me is the biggest thing, that the Packers gave permission for that, which means the Packers are open to that. And a lot of times that also means that there's a good chance that trade compensation has already been agreed to or they got the parameters of that. So I think that's noteworthy in this thing. Now this is also Rich Eisen, Rich Eisen Show, NFL Network. One of the rumors that he had heard while he was at the Combine was that the Packers were like crossing their fingers hoping that whenever Aaron comes to that decision, that it's not to run it back, not to return to Green Bay. And he said he heard that from a few people, and it was kind of like, you don't even know what's going on over there at 1265. So my thing in here is it's been a year. It's about a year ago today where the Packers and Rodgers agreed to that contract, that three-year contract, boatload of cash. Rogers said in training camp preseason He was going to retire As a Packer So what the hell happened with Within this past year What changed what's, what's going on here Like something Something had to have happened Between Rogers and the Packers Where it's kind of like Different Feelings are different right now So let's rewind it here a little bit Aaron Packers agreed to that contract about a year ago Aaron wanted a commitment from the Packers. The Packers gave him that commitment with this contract. This is not a team-friendly contract by any means. This is a contract that absolutely showed the commitment the Packers gave to Aaron Rodgers. So something had to have happened, or some things have to had to have happened within this year that... Feelings are different. What is it? We may not know the truthful answer. There have been rumors. There have been reports out there suggesting this, that, the other thing. And I think there's something to it. And and to me, if I had to wager a guess, and this is just based purely on speculation, but I do wonder how much of it is related to Aaron Rodgers you know, not showing up to the OTAs. I have to imagine the Packers – had to have at least known a little bit if not all that he wasn't going to be at the full OTAs this past, you know, last year this past one right after he signed that contract. I had to imagine that they probably still were hoping that he was going to because, you know, new wide receivers rookies work out with these guys, develop that trust that he always talks about, get the chemistry, help get these receivers up to the uh, you know, up to speed in the in the NFL world and such. But that I, I wonder if that's part of it. Like I wonder, like okay, Green Bay sitting there saying, "Okay, you want you want to come back, cool, but you need to commit to some, you know, off season stuff, showing up and, and and that sort of thing." And if he said no then maybe that's where Green Bay wants to advertise. But then the other thing is is like, okay, if he does get traded to the Jets, though, is he not going to show up for offseason stuff there and not work with new wide receivers to develop that that chemistry, that trust? And if he does, why wouldn't you do it for Green Bay, man? You know, there's just like so many questions I have in this thing. And I don't I, – I, I, I got to imagine – a lot of stuff transpired this year that we don't know about that is leading to this that is leading to this moment that maybe we are on the verge of Rodgers being traded to the Jets was it him not showing up for stuff there's been talk about rumors out there that the Packers maybe kind of questioned like his leadership role like maybe he didn't you know step up and and and, and be a bigger leader which is noteworthy because Rodgers mentioned it on, on McAfee show a few times about how he felt like he increased his leadership role this year, but maybe the Packers view it differently. Or maybe it's just Green Bay's a little bit annoyed, a little bit tired of the whole, you want to call it drama, or just the, the, the constant narratives, talking points around him, maybe. Or maybe it's like, You know what? Because I'm a believer in this. I don't feel like we have seen the full-on Matt LaFleur style of offense. I don't feel like we've seen that. And maybe that's what Green Bay wants, more of a commitment to like, hey, this is what we want to do on offense. This is what we want to do. And if there's not that commitment there, maybe there's a little bit of a discord from that. Because I I go back to his – Aaron's podcast that he just did coming out of darkness, and he made that comment about, you know, not quite sure the first year under Matt, he used the phrase, like, game manager type of role. And, I mean, if it is like that Shanahan offense, you, you look at Jimmy G, you look at these quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, but, you know, it may not be what Aaron wants to do, but gosh darn it, isn't it not having success across the league What's the 49ers for crying out loud? Isn't it not having success? Why wouldn't you want to do it if it's having success? I get it. You're comfortable wanting to do other stuff, but and, and doing things that 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 have worked for you. But I don't know. Like, and I'm not trying to go after Aaron because I'll tell you right now, Aaron's my dude. For as a player, Aaron is my dude. Okay, Favre was my dude as a younger Dan back in the wee old days. Aaron's my dude. I, I, I freaking love the, the guy as a player. I loved watching him on the field. Some of those magical moments. Some of my best moments as a Packers fan has been with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. The majority of games I've been to at Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. But there is obviously some discord between these two. Whether it's all Aaron, whether it's all team, it's, it's a little bit of both. The truth lies into everything. Or like you know what I mean? Like there's a little bit of all this stuff that's getting floated out there, the rumors, the reports and that. A little bit of each thing is probably the whole truth. You add it all up and that's the real story here. I think it's a bunch of different things. It could be some questions about leadership, it could be questions about uh his off season viewpoints, it could be questions about commitment, it could be questions about, you know, whether he's really working in, you know, buying into the offense or wanting to, you know, do what Matt LaFleur wants to do. It's it's part it's it's a bunch of different things, and honestly, I feel like when you look at this team, when you look at this team, Aaron's got his guys, Bakhtiari, Kabi, Lazard, that sort of thing. I know Aaron Jones said he want Aaron Rodgers, he wants Aaron Rodgers back too. But then I go back to Devondre Campbell, what he said. You know, he's like, "Hey, Jordan loves a better quarterback than half these guys in the league." He said that during the season last year. You kind of wonder, is it like? shaping up a little bit, and I'm not trying to cause issues or drama, but guys talk in the locker room. Guys have their own opinions on it. They won't say it to the media, but you do wonder, is, like, is there some players that are just kind of like, you know what, I want to move on from all this constant talk and, and, and maybe give the kid a shot, give Jordan Love a shot. You know, Right now it's not going to be drama, it's not going to be talking points, it's not going to go to the media. I'm sure there's some players tired of all this Aaron Rodgers talk, and maybe it's some of the younger ones out there. But I guess to kind of wrap it up, I said it after the season that why are we talking about Aaron Rodgers being traded when we just have this new contract? We just had this new contract agreed to. Why is this even a talking point? And I think it has to deal with something. Something went on throughout the season where it just wasn't gelling with Green Bay or Green Bay wasn't wasn't into it, wasn't buying it. And right now they probably really regret that that contract if they really do want to move on from him. But we'll see as we inch a little bit closer and closer to decision time. Right? So, all right, uh, tell you what. We're going to hear from uh, Dr. Logan Shepke after this quick break, and then we'll do a, do a little uh, shoulda, woulda, coulda right after that. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this quick message. Family-owned and operated, Toys and Ford is proud to serve the drivers of the Chippewa Valley with some of the most popular vehicles around Wisconsin and the country. They're committed to giving drivers from across the area the best in customer service with a top-notch selection of brand-new vehicles to choose from, as well as an extensive inventory of pre-owned crossover SUV and trucks. Plus, with their expert finance, service, and park centers in-house, they strive to be your one-stop dealership for all of your automotive needs. Visit them today at 1000 Chippewa Crossing Boulevard in Chippewa.
0: Hey, you, just jumping in here to see if you're enjoying this episode. Well, if you are, then let us know with a positive review. If not, remember what your mother said. You don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Okay, back to the show.
1: All right, we got uh, a new partner, or I should say a new member to our uh, family, as we like to call it uh, here. Uh, Eau Claire Natives, You, you might know a little bit about him, or you might have heard the name. Can we call you Dr. Shepke,
0: or do you, do you prefer do you prefer Logan? Dr. Shepke, Logan, I get a lot of different names. You get a lot yeah, of different names? Yeah, I know yeah.
1: sometimes it's like, well, maybe it depends on who's who's talking to you. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yep. What does uh, the significant other call you? Yeah, the wife calls me, well, Something we can't probably say? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, not it, fit for radio. It, exactly. <laughs> well, welcome aboard, man. This is going to be kind of fun to kind of get to know you a little bit more and uh, learn a little bit more about your, your chiropractic services, but... A uh, different angle with it too, with, with golf, which we'll get here in a second. Absolutely, yeah. I Appreciate you having me on. Uh so a little bit about you, uh, Logan. You are an Eau Claire native, yes, sir. through and through, right? Born and Born raised, and, raised. Yep. and and you decided even to stay here. Yes, <laughs> when you yep. got a little Spent older. Spent some
0: time outside Milwaukee and then in Minneapolis, but uh, Eau Claire a great place to be.
1: So you went to Memorial. Memorial, uh,
0: yep. Played soccer over there a little Correct. bit. So yeah. I got to ask you, who's your favorite soccer team? I'll tell you what. I'm a terrible sports fan when it comes to the sports I played, (laughs) so I didn't. I don't really watch soccer. Yeah. Um, Did you have like a? Because like it seems like a lot of people have a premier team or something like that. Yeah. No. No? See, I'm terrible with
1: that. Okay. So we're in the same. Both of them. Thunder. Maybe. If I had to. Because they're close. So what position were you in soccer?
0: Yeah. So I played defense in high school, and then I went to college and uh, played defense my freshman year, and then uh, sophomore year switched to forward. So okay. I had no idea what I was doing out there, just right. chicken with my head <laughs> cut off, you know. Was because I mean, Eau Claire's big in the soccer, obviously. With, with the yeah, certainly and such. growing. Yep, yeah, yep. Is that
1: something that kind of what drew you to it, or what was your background in soccer that got you into it?
0: Yeah. So in, into into the soccer game of yep. soccer. Yep. Uh, yeah. Parents put me into it. I was between soccer and football, and then um, I had just I think I wasn't developed enough, maybe, to play football, mm. and played soccer. But then yep. really grew into that, and ended up being one of the bigger guys, and that physicality really helped. Um, and then I played lacrosse in college as well. Which oh, see, that's the one that sport I wish game. I would have
1: would have been around when I was yeah, a little bit younger. Me too. That's Cause cause the we don't one we really have that in Eau Claire. Right? Yeah, but right. it is
0: a sweet game.
1: I know uh, UW Eau Claire is kind of bringing it in with uh, with the yeah. women's team yep. the last couple yep. years, but that's always been the one that I always wanted to try. Yeah. So it says it's as, it's it's as awesome. fun as it looks. It's awesome. Yeah. Yep. yep. Would that have been the one in high school if you were around that? You probably would have. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So, well. Appreciate you again, like, coming in. So what made you want to go into chiropractic services? Yeah,
0: great. So, uh, again, starting in with uh, Coach Kite at Memorial there, um, he was pushing the working out, getting physically Mm -hmm. ready to handle the game. And the changes I was seeing kind of got me interested with working with the body. Mm -hmm. Went for uh, exercise science, and then um, I was debating physical therapy possibly and uh, junior year of college chiropractic made more sense for what i wanted Mm -hmm. my sister's a physical therapist i got nothing against them yeah um and actually how i kind of operate my my offices is uh i call it like a hybrid of physical therapy and chiropractic so we do a lot of muscle work Mm -hmm. um but the the human body is amazing that way there's so much to uh to be done with it and and the potential there and i'm learning every day about you know new things that we can do with it and Mm -hmm. uh, it's just been a lot of fun very fortunate.
1: So you went to Milwaukee, you said after, or yeah, for Ka- your college? Ka- yeah. So
0: Carroll Carol, Carol in, uh, okay, yep, in Waukesha there, and then, um, yep, four years there, and then I went to Minneapolis uh, in Bloomington, right next to the Mall of America there, and that should have been a three and a half year program, but I was having a little bit too much fun, so I made it four and a half. <laughs> but no, it's good things, you know. It, hey, a lot of people go to, to college for seven years, so. yeah, yeah, doctors, yeah, right, you know, so, yeah, you know, so. it's fine.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, that's awesome. So okay. I got to ask you what What do you think is, is one maybe narrative that surrounds chiropractor? You know, is that that people maybe have like, no, nah, that's not true, like maybe a negative or, or a misleading kind of,
0: Oof. you know, narrative to to that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, you know, I think there's a lot, and you get this in every every field. Every you know, you have one bad experience with a mechanic, and you think they're all right a problem. Yep. Right, yep. same thing happens with chiropractors. Um, get a lot of patients that think we're just trying to sell them on a big program and and Mm -hmm. do that. Uh, I operate a little bit different than that. Um, I would say... That it's not safe. That's the biggest thing because I get a lot, that question a lot too. You hear about strokes and things like that with chiropractic, yeah, um, and the neck adjustments. And don't get me wrong, it's weird having somebody grab your hold of well, your head. Well, I was going to ask you, how around. do you practice that in college? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's freaky the first few times. I got to sure. imagine, man. Yeah. I mean,
1: geez, that for, just for me, my personal experience of getting it done. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Okay, the first
0: time you had to do it on a live person probably had to be a little nerve-wracking. First sure. yeah, yeah and they started us with the necks. Actually, that's like really? the first thing we learned oh, was man. our neck adjustments. And you know, you get that that person, your classmate comes up and they're all shaky, and yeah. it's like, dude, you got to <laughs> settle down, man, because uh, you got my my heads in your hands here. So, right. come on, yeah, um, yeah. But they did a really good job. They actually Northwestern had a really cool setup. They had uh, like a force table. Okay. So if you couldn't meet your specific – because it's all about speed. Mm-hmm. The faster you are, the less force you have to use, the easier it is on the patient, mm-hmm. right? So they would measure our – with with super sensitive force tables, they would measure how fast we were and in the, in the amplitude of our adjustment. And we had to meet certain parameters before we could start working on each other. Okay. So I like that. you kind of, That kind of like settled you down when, yeah. you, when your classmate came up and started actually working on you there.
1: I feel like – so this is – this has been a while ago, but I feel like, you know, chiropractor chiropractors in like in the sports world too has kind of gained a little bit more attention in Absolutely. that too. Like I remember Anquan Bolden, a wide receiver, he had a hamstring injury and I remember it was during a playoff time and he said he actually went to the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And that helped his yeah. hamstring injury. Yeah. Which I think kind of maybe opened up like, hey, there's more benefits than just cracking your neck or cracking
0: your back that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually that leads right back to that question you had. That's another misconception is that we are solely focused on the back. Man, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, the the amount of time I spend outside of the back, mm-hmm. it's it's incredible, um, especially with the muscles, but we're trained in to adjust all the joints, right. yeah, all the joints of the body. There's a ton of them, or most of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the the what we can do in the sports world, and that's really been um, a fun part of this whole golf situation yeah. that I'm working on here is getting into more athletes and that's a lifelong sport too Mm -hmm. so as we age things are going to happen to us right after 14 it's all downhill so and you don't have to tell me so yeah yeah (laughs) brutal
1: yeah uh so you you mentioned that uh kind of leading into to the golf thing here what what kind of drew you to that what 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 what, how did you get involved with the because it's it's a unique program too
0: yeah yeah so i was a terrible golfer i think my dad took me like once or twice you know, Pine Meadows when I was growing up and mm-hmm. there's that, it's right along, uh, golf road. Yeah. Turn. Is that go- Yeah. It's yep. golf road there. Yep. Freaking me out. Cause I thought for sure I was going to hit cars. And yep. so I think that's where my slice came from because I was avoiding <laughs> cars and that just, it stuck with me for my whole life now. I just slice, but, um, yeah. So in chiropractic school, actually, uh, they had a great program over in the cities where, uh, it was, it was, Really cheap to play. You, mm-hmm. uh, there were like 120 courses on it. I paid like $55 a month. Mm, wow. And that if I walked, cheap, it was yeah. free. Oh, snap. So I played like, my wife and I moved to uh, an apartment there that was a mile from a course. And mm-hmm. so I played like three times a week for sure. Nice. And my game got a lot better and I got way more into golf. And then my, yeah. now my brother in law was telling you this. uh he has a simulator in his garage, so we get oh, sweet. every yeah that's Wednesday. Awesome. We get league nights there. Can you um, uh, introduce me to your brother? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's gonna get a lot of calls now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it was that. It was that playing in school. I had a couple of classmates that were really good players. Um, I got a really good buddy over there that's still doing. He's golfing quite a bit and actually working in a at a course, okay. functioning as a chiropractor at a course. So um, with that TPI certification and, anyways, that's where. It, the love grew for Mm -hmm. the game um and it's such a unique game because what we're used to is you know prior if you haven't experienced golf you're used to so many factors the ball's moving there's other people Mm -hmm. man it's a mental thing that golf game it is
1: the biggest mental sport i would argue for a lot of people like i think a lot of people who haven't played it just think it's an easy thing to go out there and hit it yeah i i played it in school you hit yeah. one bad shot, you're screwed up.
0: Yeah, yeah if you don't have
1: that mental game, you're screwed yeah. up for the whole round. Yep. And everybody says it's a, it's a relaxing sport. You obviously have not played it, so yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not relaxing. Yeah, <laughs> unless yep. you're
0: really good and you're just confident and ego and all that. Sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's a, yeah, go ahead. Well, you as a baseball fan, you know, it's like I think golf's harder because you got to play your foul balls. Yeah. Yep, you don't have to play them in baseball. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I
1: never heard that analogy, but that is exactly right. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. So, anybody listening right now, can you explain like the services you provide for for the golf
0: uh, package there? Because we are getting close. Yeah, right. The season coming yeah, up here. It's coming up. Yeah, it's a good time to roll this out and start looking at how your how your game's going. And um, so, m- my side of things. So, I'm TPI certified. So that's Titleist Performance Institute, and their whole approach. They do a wonderful job. They, it's a team. Approach Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got your golf pro or your golf coach, um, ideally like a personal trainer for that, um, more specific to what your needs are as a, as a golfer. Okay. And then myself, um, and so what we do is we use the TPI programming and their software and uh, go through a really in-depth look at, uh, like, so the level one exam, we'll start with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking at how you're moving. So hips, how are they rotating? Because there's so much rotation in, yeah. in the golf game. Um, shoulders, all that stuff. And after that exam, we kind of pinpoint. Okay, these are some weak spots in your swing. Now, for me, I'm not going to make you. A, a, you're not going to make better contact, right? Because of me, right. I don't know that part of the game. I'm a, not that great of a golfer. Yep. <laughs> um, that's where the coach comes in. But through the TPI stuff, we can work together as that that golf pro and myself and a, and a personal trainer to have all right this is joe he has these needs mm-hmm. he needs to work on this part of his contact or or his club you know his club heads opening up that's the coach's job there yep his right hip doesn't rotate okay that's my stuff and then we need to strengthen his core up mm-hmm. okay so it's that team approach and and yeah really what i'm doing is is looking at the restrictions in movement that's my that's my world is that's are a, you moving right or not
1: that's a very unique thing and and really interesting i mean especially i would say like maybe since tiger
0: you know kind of came on yeah, the scene yeah.
1: and and how he kind of changed, I think, what how people view golf, you know, the, as a sport, where it's not just, you know, you can go out there on a weekend yeah, and, and that sort of absolutely. thing. You gotta be fit. And I'm thinking, when you're talking the the one guy I kept thinking was Bryson DeChambeau, yep. with that violent swing. I mean, everybody's yeah, kind of yeah. looking at that, and, absolutely. And that's a unique combination trio there, yeah, which makes sense because, you know, I'm when I was growing up, I tried to emulate. Everybody did it in sports. Mm-hmm. You you mm-hmm. emulate your favorite one. So absolutely. there's probably people that's going to emulate dechambeau still tiger
0: yep you know brooks kepka those guys and that's a vital part to that absolutely and the thing i like about it you know and and i love watching john ram swing oh yeah because it is ugly but he gets the job done it's amazing i was watching uh highlights from oh what did he just was it the honda that he just i don't remember the one that he just won anyways um man his swing is something else but he he does a great job and actually in that tpi program they we analyze that swing in the in the certification and that's their thing. Is we're not trying to change your swing. We're mm-hmm. trying to make it more efficient. All right. We we'll meet you where you are as a golfer, make it more efficient, and then and then gain some gain some yardage, gain some uh, yeah. endurance in the game, whatever your goals are. There. That's really interesting,
1: and that's that's really cool. So, where if anybody's listening, and they want to learn more, what would you recommend? Uh, maybe go to your website, giving you a call, or how yeah, would they go about? Yeah,
0: that? absolutely. So the website does have some information on it at ShepkyChiropractic dot uh, and then. I would look up TPI. TPI. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, th- I think it, you should be able to just do TPI dot com. Okay. Uh, they'll have information on there. They've got a full list of certified uh, both pros or, or medical personnel for the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great resource if you're looking to find somebody. Right. Uh, you'll if you if you search your TPI, you'll find me as well. But. Um, yeah, I would just learn more about it. do, yeah. do your research cuz I like it when people come in well informed. Right. Yeah. Um I, have questions, yeah, cuz mm-hmm. before you make that investment, I want to I want you to be confident in it, yeah, and right. that we're going to get you the results we need. So. Exactly.
1: And anybody else that's just looking for chiropractic care too, it looks like you offer uh, a bunch of different packages on there too. So Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yep, yep. Um yeah 15 to 30 to yeah. hour hour long appointments so absolutely we all you know especially with shoveling snow maybe uh-huh. need a that's little right. bit of
1: uh <laughs> you know adjusting getting that's right. getting back in there so <laughs> yeah right there i mean you got the link on your your website for the for the tpi there too so yep. perfect right yep. there and, and when they say title is tpi that is the actual Titleist. it's it's golf yeah. like yeah, that's so why i wasn't not. sure until you said it. i'm like well Titleist is that the yep yeah. Golf brand name that I think everybody's probably used a ball. Oh, at yeah. some point oh, yeah. in time, yep. we found them. Yeah, yep. 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 exactly. <laughs> you find a Pro V1, you're like, you're like, I hit that one. I'm just no, like, yep. talking that, that exactly. <laughs> well, Logan, uh, this was great catching up with you. Can't wait to do more uh, of these and kind of learning a little bit more about this process, Especially you know as we're getting a little bit closer to to golf season and such too. It's going to be really interesting to learn more Absolutely. about this. So. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. It was good chatting with you. Awesome. The reviews are in. It's the best thing I have ever tasted in my life. This is the best thing that's happened in my life, even better than my wedding. That's what everyone has to say about Man Cave Light, the official beer of the Dan Casper Show and the Man Cave Podcast. Try it for yourself and you will know exactly why people say it's like sipping a little bit of heaven. Man Cave Light is available on tap at the bar in High vee You can also grab a crawler or six and take some Man Cave Light home with you. So go try your new favorite beer, Man Cave Light, today and you will know exactly why one reviewer said, I cried tears of joy every time i have one shoulda woulda coulda time so we're going back to aaron Rodgers on this one again this is just a you know kind of a daily thing we're going to do on every tuesday break it up a little bit have a little bit of fun that sort of stuff too but um so shoulda woulda coulda aaron Rodgers. it's it's kind of like a what if sort of thing so i guess we can call it a shoulda woulda coulda or a what if but let's let's go back a couple years ago and let's say the packers don't draft jordan love how different would things be what would what would the last couple of years have looked like and what would today's situation look like i would and we don't know like so we got to get our our magic eight balls out we got to get our crystal balls out we got to do a little speculation and predicting and, and and all that sort of stuff but for one i don't think aaron rodgers wins two mvps maybe one i don't think he wins two mvps though cuz i do think there was a little bit of spite and a little bit of motivation factor into it um uh, I, I do think they would probably make an NFC Championship game. I don't know which year they th- th- that necessarily would have happened, but I don't think Aaron's putting up the the type of numbers that he did because and and that might sound kind of weird because it's like well they could have used a pick on on somebody else then, but I do think there was that motivation that ego factor uh, that kind of you know pushed him a little bit there. If they don't draft Jordan Love, I do think they draft a receiver in the first round, though, that year. Probably like a Brandon Ayuk or something. Maybe they trade up for a Jefferson. Maybe a little bit more motivated to trade up for Jordan for uh, Justin Jefferson. But I think they get a like they, they get a wide receiver in one of those one of those couple years, first two years in the first round. So that narrative goes away. They don't have a Super Bowl. I I don't think that they'll have a Super Bowl. You'd like to think, hey, you don't waste a first round pick on a quarterback that's not playing. You can add a player there. I don't think that would have been the case, though. Just my guess. But I think the biggest thing, if I go to today, if they don't have Jordan Love on that roster, Aaron Rodgers is playing again for the Packers this year. That, to me, I I, I think there might have been a little bit of thought, a little bit of a dabble about a potential retirement. Oh, I'm going to start to think about it. I'm going to go into darkness. I'm going to think about it. But I think Aaron plays. And I think Green Bay wants him back and that they'll kind of put up with some of his stuff, if you will. Kiss the ring of Aaron Rodgers, as some people are saying out there. But I think he would play, and I think Green Bay would address the quarterback position in this year's draft. Just me. Just me. But that's that's how I, I view this. If we go back a few years ago and the Packers don't trade up and they don't draft Jordan Love, or they trade up but they don't draft Jordan Love it's somebody else, I think a wide receiver it would have been at that point. Take away an MVP from Aaron. Take away an NFC Championship appearance. Um, I think they, you know, I think Aaron plays this year. That I guess that's the biggest thing I would do in my Magic Eight Ball predictions or Crystal Ball predictions in that one. So, but shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? All right, quick break and then uh, closing thoughts after these few words. Who doesn't love cooking up a good burger on the grill? Having a good burger is one of the most satisfying moments in your life. And now we have the perfect burger to put on the grill and create more satisfying moments in your life. It's the Dan Good Burger available only at hy V in Eau Claire. This burger has bacon, cheese, and ranch seasoning all inside the patty to give you that perfect balance of taste and awesomeness in each bite. So head on over to Hy-Vee in Eau Claire and grab yourself a few Dan Good Burgers and fire up that grill. Closing thoughts time here on the Man at Cave Podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, and if you are not subscribing or following, hopefully uh, we can get you to follow and subscribe so you can listen to all the other episodes, uh, either from the past or what's what's coming up here. So closing thoughts. I'm always going to end. I'm, I'm a big quotes person, positivity, trying to spew a little bit more positivity out there. Since uh, big theme has been Aaron Rodgers in this podcast, I actually have this in my office. Uh, this this picture, this plaque, I think I got it at the, yeah, I, I know I got it at the Packers Pro Shop, but it's a picture of Aaron, and it says, I'm fulfilling my dreams that I had as a kid every single day. That's a quote from uh, from Aaron Rodgers. And, uh you know, just something that, if, if we get to that point, uh, part of me was wondering, because I did it when, when Favre was with the Jets, but are we going to? Will you cheer for Aaron to get another Super Bowl if if the Packers aren't going to do it? Will you cheer for Rodgers to win another Super Bowl? I was I was that way with Favre, no way with the, with the Jets, not with the Vikings. Jets, yes. Vikings, no. But we can get to that when it comes down to that. But I think you know, obviously, uh, going back to the quote, I'm fulfilling my dreams that I had as a kid every single day. Not everybody can say that. Obviously, we all know his story. Butte College. Then he gets to Cal, drops in the draft, has to wait, goes through that summer of 08 where a lot of fans didn't want him getting booed at family night for crying out loud. And four MVPs in a Super Bowl later, he might go down as the best best Packers quarterback, at least the thrower of the football in Packers history. We'll see if that that continues or not. But you talk about the journey that he's kind of been on and where it continues to go. Holy moly, not many other people – can kind of compare to to that type of journey but no doubt about it to be quarterback at the highest level and and be talked about one of the greatest that's that's a lot of kids dreams out there so ending it on on that Aaron Rodgers quote but that's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave podcast brought to you by HiVi and Toys and Ford again big thanks for tuning and if you're not uh, if you're not following or subscribing to the podcast subscribe for free you can do so on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple and Spotify and don't forget to Give us a solid review and rating on there. And also new, too, if you look at uh, the podcast description, you're going to see a link that you can leave us a voicemail, whether it's part of our... I'll just give you a hint now. One of our other segments is going to be a little Q&A question, questions and answers. You can upload it on there and be featured in an upcoming episode. Or if you got a comment, a positive comment, please, we'll we'll put that up on uh, on the podcast, too. So... Big thanks for tuning in, and until next time, I'm Dan Casper. We'll talk to you again on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.